Hello and welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast, the show where coaches and coaches-to-be tune in to learn how to integrate mindset coaching tools and neuroscience-based techniques into their practice and grow and scale a coaching business they love. Each week, I'll be sharing easy-to-implement tips, case studies, and business strategies that you can use right away to transform your own mindset and the mindset of those you coach. I'm your host, Lara Young, founder of the Mindset Coach Academy, author of 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, award-winning business owner, coach, and coach trainer. Tune into this podcast each Friday, free on all the podcasting apps, and click to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, mindset is everything. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. This week, I'd like to share with you some thoughts around what makes a coach successful. Can you predict the success of a coach or how successful they're going to be? And what are the characteristics that really enable us to guarantee or make it more likely that we're going to succeed as coaches. So I've been training coaches for many years now. I've been working as a coach for over 30 years and training coaches for just over 20 years, so quite a while. And it's interesting because in that time, a lot of people have asked me, well, what is the secret to success as a coach? And it brings me back really to The age-old question, you know, are coaches born or are they made? Are there innate qualities that coaches need to have in order to be successful or can all of coaching be taught? And I think the answer to both questions is yes. There are some qualities that successful coaches just seem to have inherently and One of the most important ones of those, I think, is that they're curious. They are really curious about what makes people tick, about discovering and listening and tuning into what is it that that person, that their client is all about? How do they do a problem? And just having that real desire to find out, to go on that journey of discovery with a client and really explore what it is that they do, what it is that they say to themselves, how they think, how they feel on a regular basis, that all contributes to the problem or the situation that they find themselves in so that then the coach has a really good foundation and a good understanding of people, you know, a good understanding of what makes that client tick so that they can move forward and work with that client in a really powerful and effective way. So, you know, being naturally curious is something that definitely is an innate quality. And the other thing that I find that coaches either have or they don't is a real passion for people, right? A real passion for helping people and wanting to, in their own way, make the world a better place. Coaches that I tend to work with are people who come to it because they have this desire to make a contribution and they have this desire to almost hold a mirror up to their clients, almost give them a little shake by the shoulders and say, look, look at how amazing you are. Look at all that you're capable of and all that is possible if you believe in yourself and if you have clarity about what it is that you want and if you take action to make that and those desires a reality. Um, 
And I think that, you know, that having that real interest in people is something that we are born with. Um, We can become more interested by learning questioning techniques and diagnostic techniques to really help us to learn more about our clients. But I think that fundamental desire to kind of go out and lift up that rock and see what's underneath is inherent in almost all of the exceptional coaches that I've worked with. And another thing that is a really innate quality of coaches who seem to be really successful at helping create transformation is that they are able to be in a situation where they don't have to speak, where they can really enjoy and embrace silence, where they can embrace those gaps and those in-between moments, where they can allow their clients the space to think, to take their time, to actually give space to the question the coach has asked, asked of them where a coach has the ability to take pause and not be preoccupied with what the next question is while their client is thinking about their answer to the previous one or to the one they've just asked. And I think that ability just to be within and be grounded within yourself as a coach is so powerful. Just to be able to recognise that You are part of the equation, but you're not part of the equation. You are a conduit, a facilitator, but you're not actually making any of the decisions. And that your contribution in terms of what you say is designed to spark insights, to spark aha moments, uh, to spark the realisation of possibility and potential, to spark options that the client can take. But it's not actually about you as a coach at all and it is wholly and solely about the client so people who are innately curious about people who love people who love people potential uh, and who want to give their clients the opportunity to have that space where they are doing their own exploration under the guidance of a coach I mean those characteristics are so powerful And when I talk about success as coach in this context, I'm not talking about making millions of dollars, although, of course, that is a natural byproduct. Your income, your wealth as a coach, your abundance as a coach is going to be a natural byproduct of the fact that you are able to be effective as a coach, that you're credible as a coach, that you are helping your client to achieve results. So I've said time and time again, you know, we see a lot of coaches out there who are effectively selling the Empress new clothes and not actually helping their clients to get a result. So for me, when I'm talking about the characteristics that make up a successful coach, for me, the characteristics that are about helping their client to achieve the outcome, they're those characteristics that are inherent within them that really do help their clients to move forward to gain you enlightenment, to gain you awareness, to gain a renewed sense of purpose or to gain clarity about something they were previously not sure about. Um, And so those qualities that you come to coaching with as a coach, the you that you bring to coaching is a really important ingredient and 
those innate qualities are powerful. And yes, there are also some things, of course, that as a coach, we can learn. We can learn how to be really, really effective as a coach. And as a coach trainer, someone who certifies mindset coaches at the Mindset Coach Academy, you know, I'm really passionate about helping people take their innate qualities that they have that lend themselves so well to coaching and then build upon them with a skill set and with a knowledge and with a toolkit that they can then use with their clients to really accelerate those results and the rate at which their clients can create that transformation and change in their lives or in their businesses. And so the other part of the equation is, can you learn to be an effective coach? Of course you can. Of course you can. And you can learn to, you know, have, you can learn to embrace and to engender um, those characteristics of curiosity, of openness, of having empathy, um, of holding space really beautifully for your clients, of curiosity, of passion in potential of people and wanting to really know what makes someone tick. And I think the key things that, you know, that I train my coaching students in really do lend themselves and add value in terms of all those areas. So, you know, right from the outset, we we explore what well, we explore what mindset is because that's incredibly important. I think a lot of people, as I've spoken about in many episodes of the Mindset Coach podcast, like a lot of people just have this very narrow or very shallow view of what mindset is, you know, positive thinking, saying affirmations, creating vision boards. And as we know, it is so much more than those things. And so one of the ways, of course, that you can come to understand your client's mindset and that you can build that coaching relationship with your client is to build rapport with them. And again, rapport building and being able to have people at ease in your presence, in your company, is something that on the one hand is, yes, an innate quality that people have, but it is also something that when we take time and we do self-reflection as coaches that we can really build upon. We can build upon our rapport building skills. And rapport, of course, is the basis of all coaching because when we have rapport with our clients, when we have that natural chemistry and that feeling that, you know, our clients are in a relationship with us, a coaching relationship with us, then that opens up space. It opens up potential for them to share with us at a deep level and for them to recognize that they can trust us, that we are someone who is very interested about them and in them. Um, and rapport is also, you know, enables the client's resistance to decrease. And rapport is something that we can measure in one way by that feeling that we have when we're working with a client, but also by how many of our instructions they actually follow. You know, when you ask your client to fill out a form online before, even before they have a discovery call, are they answering all the questions that you want them to answer? When you are interacting with a client, you know, are they actually doing the tasks that you're asking them to complete? Because resistance in a client where they're not completing those things, when they're not completing the tasks, where they're not maybe even answering your questions to what you believe to potentially be their full ability, 
then that is a sign of resistance. And so rapport is something that we do focus on and we do build on because I'm not talking here either about manufactured rapport. I'm talking about us as coaches having a coaching mindset that enables us to get into rapport with our clients quickly and easily and, you know, it speaks to some of those characteristics that I was talking about before, you know, having that open curiosity, having that willingness and that real desire to get to know our clients and also matching their own emotional state. You know, if a client comes to you and they're at one level on the emotional scale, maybe they're feeling a little bit nervous, um, a little bit vulnerable when they first start to work with you, then rather than coming in all excited and, yeah, come on, we've got this, we can do it, you need to actually pay attention to that and recognise that at an energetic level and then match that feeling and match the words, use words that are going to give your client some comfort. And that could be as simple as using a generalisation like, Everyone feels a little bit vulnerable and nervous before when they first start coaching. Um, and that then is a universal generalisation that can help your client to straight away recognise that they are not alone, that this is usual a usual experience for someone in coaching and that they can begin then to start to relax. Want to learn more about how you can become a certified mindset coach? Head on over to our website, www.mindsetcoachacademy.com forward slash coach certification, and you'll find all the information that you need along with a button to book a call with me to talk about how you can become the best coach you can be. So rapport building is important. And and the other thing um, that I know that is something that is vital when it comes to developing those coaching skills is to develop that whole diagnostic approach, the diagnostic toolkit, where you're able to ask questions and gather information that enables you then to make really good choices and informed decisions about the coaching tools and modalities that you're going to use with that client. Because if you go into a coaching experience, a coaching relationship with a client with a rigid and predefined sequence of what you're going to do without getting that information, then you could end up coaching entirely not on the problem instead of on the problem. And again, I've spoken about diagnostics before. I've talked about our own diagnostic tool, the Mindset Dimensions Report which of course measures the seven key dimensions of mindset. I've also talked about the conscious um, conversational tools that we use to really understand our clients at that deep level, to understand their behavioural preferences, to understand their beliefs, to understand their values, their identity, their emotional frequency and their beliefs. What do they believe to be true about the world around them? What do they believe to be true about themselves and their own capability and their deservedness? So through the Mindset Coach Certification Program, when I'm training coaches, what I'm helping them to do is to firstly build that rapport that is essential for effective communication, two-way communication with your client, and then to actually learn how to accurately and effectively diagnose the problem or understand the situation that your client 
comes to you in when they begin the coaching process. And so those two areas are foundational when it comes to learning how to be a really effective mindset coach. Because once we have that information, then you can go on and learn tools and techniques for helping your client to get clarity about what it is that they desire in their life um, and helping them to understand where the gaps in that clarity are, to understand what is preventing them from moving forwards and to understand at what level that those obstacles exist. So whether those obstacles are in terms of skill that they have or don't have or information that they don't yet know or whether it is in their environment, uh, perhaps they don't have a space in which, for example, to set up a home office or they don't have a supportive partner um, to support them in their goals and dreams and they'd really like that to happen. You know, we look at those environmental factors as well. We also look at your client's perception of their current capability and how capable they believe they are against how capable we can tell they are because of all the things they've learned already throughout their lives, whether that's in the academic arena or whether that's simple things like learning how to how to tie shoelaces. We're always learning, aren't we? Um, whether it is um, things, skills that they've picked up, whether it's information that they know and that they can utilise in their journey to um, creating the desired state or their de desired reality. We can also then look at other obstacles potentially that our clients may throw out at us, like they don't have enough time or they don't have enough money or they don't have enough energy to do what it is that they want to do. And of course, in the Mindset Coach Certification Program, we cover off all of these obstacles. Like how do you actually identify where the obstacle is that your client's presenting with. Where is it? What layer is it of it? it? Which layer is it in their experience? And how are they maintaining that obstacle? How are they continuing to let that obstacle get in their way? What excuses are they making for themselves in order to not have to take action. And of course, we then can look at things like secondary gain. So secondary gain is the benefit that someone derives by not taking action or by not creating change in their lives. And when we see that someone is preventing themselves from making a change, um, then we look to secondary gain as a possible cause. That means, of course, that there is something good that happens if they don't act, okay, or something they perceive to be good. So it may be, for example, I'm not going to go for a promotion because I feel safe and secure where I am and there's a derived benefit from doing that rather than putting myself out there. Um, you know, maybe I'm fearing failure. If I do apply for a job, what happens if I don't get it? So instead of applying, I don't do it. And again, there's such connection, isn't there, between what someone believes is possible, the action they're taking, and then how they feel about it. And all of those things can kind of just lead to this perpetuating self-fulfilling prophecy that, you know, if I say that I can't do something, then I don't do something and then it won't happen. So it just becomes inevitable. 
And so through the Mindset Coach Certification Program, I teach coaches how to recognize and help their clients to recognize and uncover these potential obstacles or ways in which they're hindering themselves from progress. And then we open ourselves up and use a full suite of different tools to be able to help our clients to make that change. Now, the tools that I'm talking about are tools that operate at the conscious level. So they can be conversational change tools. They can be uh, reframing tools that we use to really help our clients to notice those parallels and have those aha moments at the conscious level. They could be tasking, very much conscious level tasking that we get our clients to do. They also, in conjunction with that, are learning how to use tools that are specifically designed to work with the subconscious mind, the unconscious mind. And by that I mean that we know that the root of all of our behaviours, beliefs, emotions, everything resides within the unconscious mind and we also know that we have control over it once we can actually identify what those patterns are. So, for example, if we have a client who has a pattern of procrastination, once we know where that comes from, once we know what behaviours and beliefs and emotional states, for example, are supporting that um, or maintaining that, then we can actually work to remove it. But because procrastination is a pattern that this client has run for some time, we don't want to just do tools that operate at the conscious level, like getting them to set a timer or use Pomodoro, use conscious level planning techniques, although they're very helpful, of course. What we really want to do is to uncover and remove any beliefs, any strategies or habits that operate at the subconscious or unconscious level that are leading that client to maintain that pattern of procrastination. And then we replace that with a different strategy in the future that our client can run both consciously and unconsciously and procrastination will disappear. So many of the techniques that I teach in the Mindset Coach Certification Program are based on tools and techniques from neuro-linguistic programming or NLP. In fact, as part of the program, you gain accreditation and certification that is globally recognised as an NLP practitioner and as an NLP coach. I also use tools and techniques from the field of timeline therapy, which is where we then help our clients to identify and remove negative emotions that are holding them back, that are pinging them back into the past, that don't serve them in the present. So say, for example, if you have a client who can't seem to maintain a relationship because they get jealous, or you have a middle manager who just keeps failing at getting a promotion because... There are times when he's in a team meeting where he just shows such frustration and anger even with his team that on the emotional intelligence scale, he's not deemed to be someone who is ready for promotion. So we can use timeline therapy to identify the root cause of those emotions and then to remove them so that the client then doesn't go back to using those emotional reactions and responses in an inappropriate or unwarranted way in the future. We also use timeline therapy, of course, to remove the limiting decisions that precede a limiting belief. Limiting decisions are things like I can't do it, I won't do it, I don't do it, um, which are made often in the early imprint 
stage of our lives. So before the age of seven, well before the age of seven, right through to um, being passed down genealogically or even from a past life. And so we really want to unhook those and, and release the root cause of those limiting decisions. Because as I said earlier, once our client decides they can't do something, then what happens is all of these beliefs go in to support that limiting decision so that the unconscious mind is actually searching for the evidence that something is pos- isn't possible for our client, that they can't do it, that they're not deserving, that they're not worthy, that they're not capable. And so once we actually identify those limiting decisions and remove them at the root with timeline therapy, the world of possibility opens up for our clients, like this huge doorway with a shining beacon of light, so that suddenly they're in a space where they recognize all of these incredible opportunities and possibilities that they didn't notice before. Because when they made a limiting decision supported by limiting beliefs, they couldn't pay attention to it because their unconscious mind and their conscious mind weren't looking for evidence of that possibility or of that reality. Now, the next thing that um, I teach my clients and my students in the Mindset Coach Certification Program is hypnotherapy. Now, hypnotherapy, as we know, is such a beautiful, gentle technique, and yet it's so powerful for helping our clients to remove unwanted emotions, to remove unwanted habits, to really install new habits and new behaviours, new ways of showing up. It's brilliant also, and I say to this to all my students, a lot of people need a good night's sleep. So, you know, hypnotherapy is very, very powerful for that. And again, you know, these things can be taught. And when you've got these things in your coaching toolkit, they just accelerate and elevate your skill to the level where you're working consciously, subconsciously and unconsciously with your clients to really, really increase and accelerate the change and the rate of change that happens um, with your clients and whatever their goal is. Now, there are some other things, of course, that are really important, and certainly I haven't mentioned the entire toolkit that I train my certified mindset coaches in here, but tools like emotional freedom technique or EFT tapping is something that's very powerful as well for shifting our clients' energy. We also look and touch on the principles of the law of attraction and how because what we do as mindset coaches is so in-depth and powerful how actually just leveraging the mindset coaching toolkit automatically calls manifestation calls law of attraction processes into action just by its very nature and then of course we also look at uh look at learnings from the fields of positive psychology and neuroscience because we really are working with the brain, with the field of change and transformation and the presupposition that people can change. People can overwrite those pathways. They can create new pathways, new neural pathways. They can forge new habits and that then switch the way that they think, they, they behave, they believe and they feel. And of course, positive psychology is the field of psychology where what we're wanting to do is not study what has gone wrong, but look to study what has gone right and how do we replicate that? 
how do we replicate? And in NLP, it's called through modeling. But how do we replicate when we've done something really, really well? How can we bottle that? So if we're organized in one area of our life, how can we transfer that that skill, that ability from one area of our life to another where it's needed? And so the fusion of all of these amazing tools and techniques, which each of them you get a certification in from those globally recognized bodies, um, the fusion of that really does, I believe, equip coaches to be absolutely the most exceptional coaches that they can be and that it then demonstrates as well that when you have those innate qualities, you know, curiosity, passion for helping people to uh, change and release their potential, when you have those innate qualities of being able to hold space for a client and then you overlay those uh, innate qualities, when you marry those innate qualities with a robust training and an unequaled toolkit in the coaching profession, uh, then absolutely you can create incredible success as a coach, which in turn means, of course, incredible success for your clients. And so I just wanted to remind everyone that if you are listening to this episode, we are enrolling at the moment for the Mindset Coach Certification Program. We're currently enrolling for our October intake. There are intakes, of course, happening throughout the year. There's a link below if you would like to learn about more about the program, the Mindset Coach Certification Program, and how to enroll. Please do click the link below or get in touch with me, Lara at MindsetCoachAcademy.com. I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to work with you to help you to become the most exceptional coach that you can be. Bye for now. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. Remember to join us next week for another episode and subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review if you've loved it. Share it with your friends. And I really look forward to learning how you're implementing the tools and techniques that you're learning here. Mindset is everything.